This is PBF podcast number 39 on PBF public radio. This is Romeo One Oscar on PBF public radio where we are supported by listeners like you. Wow, um, last night it was announced that Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg had passed. Now, there had been speculation for some time that she would pass as she's battled cancer. I don't even know how long, you know. Um, I think... I didn't realize, and I should have, when she passed, what the reaction would be. I guess I wasn't expecting it, you know? I mean, she'd made it this far. I didn't think that... I didn't think that this was something that was going to come up, but to... In the mess of an election that we have now, it seems as if it's only gotten messier. I do believe in the grand scheme of election fraud that we're seeing being perpetrated along with all the other attempts to, I don't know, bring the country back in line with whatever the Democrats think the country should be. I think in their playbook, as they are doing the mass voter fraud, they suspected that this would ultimately make its way up to the Supreme Court where this would be adjudicated. And when it makes it to the Supreme Court, with the way that Justice Roberts has been voting, that that would help them to win. Now, essentially, we've got a court that's 4-4 split with the newfound leftism of Justice Roberts. And what we have seen in response was... (laughs) I, I can't say shocking, because is it really shocking, the response we see? I don't know who some of these people are, but we have Dr. Hana Ali on Twitter. Block the nomination and burn it all down. No judge. You've got Raza Aslan. I think he's the same one that threatened or discussed how the Covington Catholic kids had punchable faces. Said, if they even try to replace RBG, we burn the entire fucking thing down. I think he lost his job because he went over to India and ate human brain. Mr. Cannibal, who still has a blue check mark after that. 
And then there's just here. Here's the smattering. These are all blue check marks, so that means that Twitter thinks they're more important than you or I. Unless you're listening to this and you have a blue check mark, and if you are, what's up? All right, <laughs> Laura Bassett, blue check mark. If McConnell jams someone through, which he will, there will be riots. Bo Willeman. We're shutting this country down if Trump and McConnell try to ram through an appointment before election. Aaron's book is now available. Blue check bar. Fuck no. Burn it all down. Emmett McFarlane, who is a Canadian with a blue check mark and happens to be an advisor to Mr. Trudeau up there. Burn Congress down before letting Trump try to appoint anyone to SCOTUS. I don't think you morons understand, so maybe let me try to be clearer. Do this. It's motherfucking war. Charlotte Clymer, formerly known as Charlie Clymer, formerly a member of the attended the uh, West Point. So announcing at 11 o'clock, marching to Mitch McConnell's house to protest. And realize now, too, their whole 1984 speak, their protest means they're actually going to his house to try to intimidate him. Blue check mark, Philip Obenshane. I wanted to save the above first because it's a tragic loss regardless of timing. But I also want to say this. If Mitch McConnell's ass manages to jam through another justice weeks from an election after that shit he pulled with Obama, we need to burn down the fucking Senate. Scott Ross, blue check mark. He is in ethics. Sits on some ethics board in... Uh, Wisconsin, fucking A, Ed. If you can't shut it down, burn it all down. This is not a blue check mark, but the sentiment across the board. Burn Mitch McConnell's house down. I'm fucking serious. From Shane Seaman. So, obviously, uh, not what I would describe as a stable republic, people responding. Not stable in the least to respond and basically say, burn everything down. Realize that the Democrats recently were saying if Biden does get elected, they wanted to add more justices to the Supreme Court. They wanted to make... Well, more justices to the Supreme Court with their way of thinking, because then that way they can push things back in the direction they want to. Again, very similar to what we saw with the 2016 election. There was a direction people were trying to take this country in. They're trying to continue to do this. That's why they keep denying precedent in whatever occurs. Let's eliminate the Electoral College. Let's add some new justices. Hey, 
let's make Puerto Rico and D.C. states because that will give them more senators. They know that. Oh, they were going to end the filibuster in the Senate too. Completely eliminate it. That way they could push through whatever they want and nobody could fight back. Essentially, they want one-party control of this nation from the Congress to the judiciary to the White House. The tyrants are showing who they are, and who they are is, are people that do not respect what this country stands for. It's that simple. And I know that I've said many times that it's going to get crazier. This was not one of the things that I expected to get crazier. Because think about this. You know, you, you finally, after the polls started appearing against Pelosi, she decided to condemn the rioting of the Bolsheviks and Maoist black bloc with BLM, what they've been doing across the country. She finally decided to condemn it four months after the fact. But now the party elite of blue check marks. And I think, you know, one thing worth saying here, the Democrats seem to take a lot of what comes from Twitter because it, it, what the blue check marks say on Twitter creates an echo chamber for them and goes to the media. And then it also makes its way to the Democrat Party. It kind of, it doesn't always start with the blue check marks. Sometimes it goes top down and sometimes it's bottom up. But it's an echo chamber that they fill one another with. I, I've, I've heard people say, oh, it's just Twitter. What does it matter? Well, and, and it really does. It may be that you and your friends, particularly if you're on the right, don't allow Twitter to influence you. But many of these types do. And because they do allow this to happen, it's worth paying attention to. And I mean, you know, people need to realize this. <laughs> you can blame Trump all you want. You can blame Mitch McConnell all you want. She could have retired under Obama, O'Biden. She chose not to And even we've got, uh, I've got some information here. Katie Turr from NBC. Time to get tough. Do away with the filibuster. Add two justices. They stole two seats. So the, the idea here is that the two appointees that Trump had are not legitimate appointees. Gorsuch 
and Kavanaugh. Worth noting that Gorsuch did fill a seat that McConnell stated he wasn't going to allow there to be a vote on. That's one of the things that they're using now. But I think... (laughs) I think the idea that we need to follow precedent anymore... I don't know. You know, I mean, you got to understand, the Supreme Court in 1789 by the Judiciary Act set up only six justices. During Lincoln's administration, there were, there were 10, and it's sat at nine since Ulysses S. Grant. It takes an act of Congress to change the makeup of the court. And undoubtedly, if they control the Congress, if they control the White House, they will change the court. I'm just kind of spitting out ideas here. So, I do know this. What we saw with the insanity in D.C. under Kavanaugh is going to pale in comparison. What we saw, should they do a nomination? Should they be trying to hold hearings with the Bolsheviks and the Maoist, Black Bloc, Blam Tifa, refusing to let this occur? I suspect... The $2 billion that we saw in damages, which occurred over this past summer, will pale in comparison. They will burn this country down. They're announcing it to us. As I said before, and I'll say it again, when they're telling you what they're going to do, listen. I honestly think and this is really the case, because of the 4-4 split, Trump has no choice now because of the way they're trying to plan this out. The interesting thing, of course, is going to be your Romneys and your Murkowskis. You know, Romney's a part of that rhino old guard. <laughs> I, I don't know how many people in Utah still support him. I do wonder that. And Murkowski, you know, who knows what she's going to do. Probably vote against it because she said simply that she doesn't think that Trump should appoint anyone. Oh, Alaska, how did she get in? couple quick articles here. This comes from Sophie Mann at justthenews.com. FBI Director Christopher Wray is telling Congress that Antifa is a real thing. 
responding to arguments by Democrats and other self-proclaimed anti-fascist group that has undermined the summer's social justice demonstrations with violent, destructive protest does not exist. Antifa is a real thing. It's not fiction, Ray told the House Committee on Homeland Security on Thursday. But it's not an organization or structure. We understand it to be more of a kind of movement, or maybe you call it an ideology. Remember, this is different warfare. They're intentionally not having the structure in order to prevent them from being shut down. Some Democrats and others argue that the number one domestic terror threat is white supremacist, while Republicans and others argue most of the country's domestic violence has been perpetrated by far-left groups. I would argue that it is white supremacist, the white supremacist of Antifa, the ones who think they know better, the ones who are afraid of black people and tell black people that they will tell them how to operate. And so they become the militant arm of the Democrats, the critical race theorist. Ray acknowledged that white supremacist groups have been the biggest threat in recent years, but said that radical anarchists, specifically those identifying themselves as Antifa members, have quickly become a real concern. Earlier this summer, Representative Jerry Nadler called the recent Antifa violence in Portland, Oregon, a myth. To be clear, we have quite a number of properly predicated domestic terrorism investigations into violent anarchist extremists any number of whom self-identify with the Antifa movement. Texas GOP rep Dan Crenshaw pushed back on Ray's defining of Antifa as merely an ideology. It coordinates regionally and nationally, wears a standardized uniform, it collects funds to buy high-powered lasers to blind federal officers, build homemade explosive devices, feed the rioters, since they aren't working, and then bail out those who have been arrested, Crenshaw said. It formed an auto autonomous zone in an American city and besieged a federal courthouse in another. So, I mean, it just seems to be more than an ideology. And realize, too, Crenshaw's right here, but also realize this. The funding platforms, whether it's Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, GoFundMe, they allow them to fundraise on these platforms indiscriminately because these platforms are run by far leftists. Realize also that the social media allows them to propagate their message with people declaring they are Antifa. Now, granted, I get it. A lot of people are dumb. A lot of people just hear the name Antifa. Oh, who's not anti-fascist? I'm anti-fascist. And that's part of the point, right? We're told that and to be Antifa is to be patriotic while they're carrying a communist flag and burning the American flag. They are organized cells. They are terrorists. The fact, too, that they... There are people uh, from Antifa that went over to Syria and fought alongside 
the Syrian terrorist organizations within the Kurds. Not every Kurd is a terrorist, however, these groups are. And they came back to our country and they are participating in what we're seeing. Many people were like, let them do whatever they want, you know, let the left do whatever they want, not realizing that Antifa. There are some members you should be concerned with. Granted, on the broad scale, you take an average Antifa person versus somebody who is a right-winger in the United States. They are not somebody that you should fear one-on-one. That's why they operate in groups, but also operate that they have very well-trained members of their group. My last piece for the day comes from The Federalist. It's by Robbie Starbuck. Why aren't we allowed to talk about George Soros' plan to remake America? Since 2015, George Soros has been executing a plan to reshape the country through local district attorney elections by pumping unprecedented amounts of money into races that typically only see candidates spend in low five figures. Here's why he has an interest in those local races. Soros is exploiting the reality that all politics are local in some way. To transform America, you have to transform the way towns and cities operates. A recent exchange on Fox News involving former House Speaker Newt Gingrich, Fox News host Harris Faulkner, Democrat commentator Marie Harf, Marie Harf, who in the... Obama administration declared that the way to battle ISIS was to get jobs for ISIS. Fox commentator Melissa A. Francis made their hair made the hair on my arm stand up. That's Robbie Starbuck. When I realized how many people were either unaware of what Soros is doing or have been silenced by the idea that it's somehow anti-Semitic to criticize Soros' political activity. So, I don't know how many people saw this. It's worth looking up. You can go to Twitter. You can probably, maybe, (laughs) maybe go to YouTube to find it. But believe me, start using other platforms like Library, Rumble, BitChute. Don't use YouTube if you can avoid it. You can't always avoid it. Or you... (laughs) Yeah, you can't always avoid it because it is the resource of choice. For years, we didn't have YouTube. And for years, then, YouTube existed. And YouTube used to be wide open. Anyway, you might be able to find this on YouTube is my point. So let's look at what Soros has done. Since 2015, Soros has pumped tens of million dollars into local races in Texas, Colorado, California, Oregon, Washington, Florida, and New York, as well as swing states such as Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Arizona. In 2016, Soros spent $2 million on a single sheriff race in Maricopa County, Arizona, helping the leftist candidate Paul Penzone win. In Philadelphia, Soros spent an insane $1.7 million to elect Larry Krasner DA. This guy... He's got billions of dollars. He's injecting this money there. He let, let's here's a list of wh- where he spent money. 
2 million Kim Fox, Cook County, Chicago, 1.4 million uh, Orlando, Florida, 1.15 million uh, Jefferson and Galpin County um, in Colorado, 9.58 Bexar County, San Antonio, 650,000 Austin, Texas, 750,000 Broward County, Florida, state's attorney's race. 583,000 Harris County, Houston, Texas. 583,000 Arlington County, Virginia. 500,000 Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi, Hens County, DA. 406,000 Cotto Parish, Louisiana, Shreveport area. 392,000 Fairfax County. 275,000. Contra Costa, California, and I've talked about that one. I've also talked about Kim Fox and uh, the Kim Gardner, which is one of the ones here. Um, 107,000, Raul Torres, Benalilo County, Albuquerque, New Mexico. 89,000 in Mississippi as well. So let's take a look at um, Chase Bowden. Chase Bowden was a DA. So 2.7 million Los Angeles Times reported in 2018 that Soros spent on California DA races. And then another 16 million and 17 DA races in other states. Chase Bowden is San Francisco's DA. He is a former translator for the late Venezuelan socialist dictator Hugo Chavez. He's the son of two weather underground domestic terrorists who were convicted of murder for their roles in the Brinks armored robbery that resulted in the killings of three people. Due to the incarceration of his parents, Bowden, Bowden was raised by former weather underground leader Bill Ayers. Now we know that in San Francisco, you just really don't have law and order in a lot of places now. Whether it's people going to CVS and steal everything, they just let them do it. The cops aren't going to help out. You know of Fox, Kim Fox. Chicago area. She was the one who allowed Juicy Smollier to escape prosecution when he pretended that two men beat him up shouting MAGA country and it was proven to be men who trained him. The Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund found 13% decline in guilty pleas or verdicts in felony cases and 39% increase in dropped or lost cases after Fox took office. Kim Gardner is the one in St. Louis who decided to go after Mark and Patricia McCloskey after they defended their home when the rioters in St. Louis broke down a gate and came into their neighborhood of a, a private community. We know about Contra Costa where 
the where they're allowed to do the Black Lives Matter murals, and then if somebody paints over it, it becomes a hate crime. The Many of these people are part of a Soros-backed Truth, Justice, and Reconciliation Commissions that team up with far-left activist Sean King's Grassroots Law Project to advocate for defunding the police. Yes, that is the same Sean King who recently called for people to destroy statues and stained glass windows that depict Jesus as white. Soros has also spent $50 million donating to the American Civil Liberties Union campaign to end mass incarceration through his Open Society Foundation. So, point being, millions are flowing into races which reshape the country. In many of these cities where there's riots going on, many of these people don't face the consequences of their actions because these people are funded in large cities the DAs refuse to prosecute. And here's something to keep in mind about Soros, too. This was from the article. If you want to know what the next step is for Soros, it's a continued expansion of funding for DA races, but also so much more. His recent pledge of $1 billion to endow a network of universities across the nation is part and parcel with his broader effort to promote his far-left ideology among young people. Soros calls this initiative the most important project of my life. That should deeply concern ordinary Americans everywhere and perhaps even inspire a backlash of small-dollar donations to fight Soros' pernicious influence. From so many directions, so many things are coming fast. This is PBF Public Radio. This is Romeo One Oscar. And I am out. (laughs) 